Bros, One Tub. I am Tom Conyers, and as always, I'm joined by my well-hung brother. That's a lie, but it's Jason. J- Jason. Yeah, um, how's it going? I can do well. my full name if you want. No, no, it's fine. I don't know why I always say Tom Conyers. I think maybe it's just because, like, uh, they kind of make fun of this in the, the movie This Is The End, right? Where, like, you always say famous people's full names, you know? Yeah. You, know, like, you can't just be like, oh, hey, Seth. Like, it's like, oh, hey, Seth Rogen. Um, so right. maybe subconsciously, I just think I'm more famous than I actually am. Um, and I'm just... Uh, or you're, you're training people subconsciously, right? You're I mean, like... okay. This is a totally not the cold opening I came up with, which we will get into. Um, but that's that's how my uh, my signature came to be. Did, have I ever told you this? I don't think so. Okay, so when I first, when you first like, you're like, oh, I gotta do a signature. I gotta sign for my driver's license and all that shit, right? right. I gotta make checks. Um, you know, you're like, oh, okay, I'm gonna do my full name in cursive because that's what I know. So I used to do right. Thomas M. Conyers the third in cursive every time, and it's just yeah. really long a lot of letters um and in my head this is how far i was calling my shots as like when i got into high school i was just like this takes too long i can't be signing autographs like this like there's no way there's no way someone's gonna i, I can't sign hundreds of autographs right you're like this signature. is not this, this, this is not sustainable it's not sustainable i'm gonna get carpet tunnel um uh, <laughs> so i took a saturday afternoon and a notebook and i just came up with like different variations of my name, different ways I could sign my name. Um, I was never a fan of like the like first initial scribble, you know, I'm just like, no, like if I sign something, I want to make sure my fan knows like, oh, that's my signature. Um, so yeah, the, like after just like afternoon practice and variations and stuff, like that's what literally led to my signature now that I, I, I use today. So like when I first originally made it, I was like, my signature is, this is only going to be my autograph signature. And then like, I'll still use my full name. Um, but slowly but surely, like, I was like, oh, like, my autograph signature is, like, looks way cooler, and it's way faster to, like, sign. Um, so oh, that's yeah. just to now become my daily driver. But I have now been using that since I was, I came up with that when I was, like, 14 years old. I am now 32 years old. So I mean, that that is definitely, like, you call your shot, for sure. <laughs> All of my shot, dude. I was just like, I'm going to be signing so much autograph. I have not signed one autograph. <laughs> I have never signed but- an autograph. But you got, the, you got that groundwork in place, that muscle day, memory. Yeah, yeah. Oh, any day babe. I need to sign like a thousand posters for something, I'm fucking there. I'm just like, oh, I got you, bro. And at that point, like, you know, you got the paper trail. Like, like, no, this is this is definitely like my like I didn't it's definitely I my didn't just, Yeah, like you can compare this to all of my official. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's, it's definitely me. It's just fucking. Is that like my assistant or something? Yeah, that's a deep dark secret that's now going to be on the internet forever. Um, so I sent wild. you the cold opening, um, because AI is taking over the world, and um, you and I live busy lives. Um, literally, it took me up to this recording to get one of our games ready today, because uh, like I'm old and I just can't think of exciting things I've done in my life. Um, so I'm relying on AI to help us with our uh, cold opening. Oh yeah, uh, this episode. I had to request access, which I have done. You don't know. You don't have access. Yeah, I do not. No. I do love though going back into like Google Documents and finding like old stuff in there. Um, like the other day, I found the what was it? it was like the SDSU rap 
that we made. Mm. ST, STDSU? Yeah, STDSU. I was like, what was it about? Fuck, dude, that's a pool. STDSU. There was an outbreak of syphilis at the time, and we thought we were going to be funny. And make a rep. Fuck, that's a pool. The other, uh, a mutual friend of ours was here the other day, and uh, he brought up Total, our uh, Tourette's guy. Yeah. He's like, talk shit about Total. Yeah, don't talk shit about Total. He was just like, yeah, I was watching Tourette's guy the other day. I was like, oh, damn. That's a throwback. Uh, if you want some laughs, uh, they want to look into what humor was like in the early 2000s on YouTube. Tourette's yeah. guy. It was, it was peak. It was peak peak, humor for sure. Humor. I mean, of the age. Some would say it's what molded my humor today. Um, so yes. So I relied on AI because it's it's going to replace us all, right? Soon we'll just rely on AI to record these episodes, and we won't even need to be here um, to generate a cold open. I have not read this cold open. I literally, I literally, all I wrote the prompt I put in was create a cold opening for the podcast Two Bros One Tub. Love and this. I thought it was just give me a paragraph. It gave me a script. So um, I think you said you wanted the role of Tyler? Yes. Okay. So you, Jason will be playing the role of Tyler, and I will be uh, playing the role of Jack in this cold opening. Um, uh, are you ready to begin? I am ready. Okay. The sound of running water can be heard in the background as two hosts, Jack and Tyler, start the conversation. Welcome back to Two Bros, One Tub, the podcast where two bros get together to discuss everything from sports to pop culture while soaking in a bathtub. That's right, Jack. And speaking of sports, did you catch the game last night? Which game are you talking about? There were so many on last night. The Lakers versus the Warriors. It was a nail biter. Oh, man. I missed it. How did LeBron do? He had a great game, but Steph Curry was on fire. He hit eight three-pointers and ended up with 38 points. Wow, that's impressive. Speaking of impressive, did you see the viral video of the guy who did a backflip off a skyscraper and landed in a pool? Yeah, I did. That was insane. I can barely do a backflip on solid ground, let alone off a building. Same here. But it always was fascinating to see the people can, are capable of doing. And that's what the podcast is all about, right? Absolutely. So sit back, relax, and join us for another episode of Two Bros, One Tub, where we discuss the latest and greatest <laughs> in sports pop culture, and everything in between. That was <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, that was so good. I I literally was just like, oh, that's that's a wild opening. Like, uh, That is great. I was just like, hey, can you give me like a little, uh, I thought it was just going to give me a little like, hey. Yeah, like a, like well, a, like a quick prompt. But it was like, no. Here's like, here, here are your lines. Here it is. You guys are now morning radio and talk show hosts. <laughs> in a bathtub. In a bathtub. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't name us. Uh, like, oh, I want to say it was either on something like your mom's house or like on Two Bears, but they they were talking about like morning radio with like another comedian that was like guest starring. They were calling it this zoo because they're always like the animal character yeah, and yeah. like the frat guy. But like, I'm surprised that they didn't give us like some crazy names. Yeah. You're listening to the Weevil and Gooch. <laughs> exactly. like how do you get a shock jock name you know like right like like is this something is like a nickname right like you can't like i can't come to the group and just be like yo i want to be called panther like 
I'll get right, roasted like, alive. Like you've, you've, you've earned that somehow. Yeah. You've, you've earned it or you didn't, you've done something stupid that to the level where it earned you a nickname that will now live on forever. Like correct to the fact of like, Oh, I fixed it, but no, sorry. You're, you're, for, you're forever the jean shorts, you know, or like, yeah, I mean, it's like Sterling two bears. Yeah. Sterling two bears. I can, okay. he's still, <laughs> he's only one bear, but he's, he's only he one bear. Be, he'll be two bears forever. Well, he could be. Yeah, I mean, at this point. Yeah, we don't know. No shade. Uh, For those who who don't know, we were sitting at a Panera one time, and our our buddy Sterling had just gotten a, like, half sleeve of a bear on his arm, and he was very enamored with it, and, like, um, it was, like, the day after he got it or something. Like, he was still, like, enthralled by it. Yeah. He was like, if I love this so much, I might get a second, like, same tattoo on my other shoulder. I just see you guys call me certainly two games. <laughs> we lost our fucking mind. <laughs> oh, like, uh, I, for, I forgot it was his idea. Yeah, he was I, like, I, you all can call I, me yeah, Sterling Two Bears. And we're like, we will forever, regardless of whether you yeah, he's in our thoughts or not. Two Bear Morris. Like, uh, yeah. I forgot yeah, he okay. wanted to get another tattoo. I just was he like, was so juiced on that tattoo. He was like, "I'm going to double down on this. Oh, this dude, will become gonna... my identity." <laughs> like a druid, I will <laughs> channel the bear. Uh, so yeah, you got it. You got That's how you get a shock shot. Thing, that was like, yeah, you, yeah, that you, that right you saved some dumb shit, and someone's like, "That's you forever now." And you're yeah. like, "Fuck, I can't lean into it." So like. Kind of like I was saying, like the gooch, because there definitely is someone out there, probably like the gooch. So oh, like, yeah, I'm one of those ones that overuses sound bites and whatnot. Like, <laughs> damn, dude, what did you do? Right? How did you end up there? Yeah, like you either got it injured, and then you told a story <laughs> online, and they're like, oh, "You're now, you're now the gooch," or yeah. or you did something dumb, and uh, and you like somehow flashed your gooch in public, which is also a no no. Yeah, fucking hey, dude. So totally 180 off of that. Um, yes. I ate some leftover Chinese food this morning. Like for breakfast? For breakfast. Bold um, choice. Because I'm 32 years old and <laughs> I just don't care about my body anymore. But as I was eating it, like cold, not heated oh, up. Yeah. I was the like, depression breakfast. <laughs> oh, I love cold Chinese food. This is where this is going. <laughs> okay. What is the best leftover food to eat cold? Well, uh, pizza for sure. Okay. I mean, pizza is good. And I'll I'll eat a slice cold, but now that I've discovered air fryer pizza, like to reheat, yeah, I don't think I'll ever go back. See, I like air fryer pizza, but I I, I really like genuinely enjoy cold pizza. Yeah, um, like Costco cheese cold pizza is like yeah, like hot fresh pizza is you know if if you're putting it like a hundred for me, but then like cold next day pizza is like ninety seven. I mean like. It's it's right there. I got you. I've had I've had internal conversations with myself when I was eating pizza, being like, "No, like I could be like oh, I could use another slice." But then in my yeah, head, I was like, like, "Save it." I'm gonna save it for tomorrow because it's gonna be even better cold. Right. Like there's yeah, definitely so time yeah. you're like, mm, "Well, gotta have that." But no, you... cold cold Chinese for me. I yeah. See, like I okay. What kind of Chinese food was it? Uh, so because I'm I'm. Like there is there, I could get down on some of these, but like there's other ones where I'm picturing it. I'm like, that does not sound appetizing. So, yeah. so this is what it was. I had some leftover chow mein. Okay. Orange chicken, uh, barbecue pork and teriyaki chicken. And then I just 
took it out of the container and I threw it in a bowl. Cause it wasn't like, it was like a little bit of everything. I was right. just like, I'm just throwing it in a bowl. I'm just going to eat it. Um, but then, so like that, so I mean, everything was good. Like it wasn't like, uh, um, but yeah, like I, I just like it. I don't know. It's just good. It's like a, it's like a, a cereal of sorts. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I would like, so I could definitely do like some of the, like the non-breaded chicken coal. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like they, they crisp it up a little bit, right? They get a little sear on it put some sweet and sour soy sauce or whatever on there. Like that's, that's all good. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably get behind, I don't know, like cold noodles aren't my favorite, but like if it was a good one, probably. Mm-hmm. Fit. But like, I feel like I need like for so like a breaded chicken, right? Like an orange chicken or something. I need that to like go back in the air fryer to re-crisp that breading up. I don't want it to be soggy. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that goop. Um, lo mein is also very good cold. Yeah, like, like beef lo mein. That is, yeah, I, I could get behind like, like lo mein. It's a, it's a thicker noodle, so I feel mm-hmm. like it's not like I don't feel like I'm eating. Oh yeah, like a, like a worm or something. Yeah, and I guess I guess I should preface this. When I say Chinese food, I mean like Chinese food, not like uh, Panda Express. Yeah, 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 like actual. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I will also I will also preface. Cold rice, I cannot do. Yeah, that's why I was asking that too. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Cold, like cold rice. I'll, yeah, I'll reheat cold rice. Not great. Or I'll just, it's sorry, you know, but yeah. No, it gets yeah. all clumpy and dry. and Yeah, it's not ideal. It's, it's not a good time. It's not a good time. Uh, I lost it. I had a question there. Something about Chinese food and pivoting. Uh, uh, oh, good. Oh, that's good. Chinese food is good. Um, cold pizza is up there. Is good. Uh, I think the wild thing is okay. This kind of leads into this. Uh, do you remember back in the '90s when people just would slam glasses of milk? Yeah, I think mean, there was a like huge milk campaign. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you okay? Do you know this conspiracy at all though? Or like, like I guess like, not, it's not, not a conspiracy, but an actual like truth. Yeah, like it's just about big milk. Big milk, yeah. It was like, it was yeah, like, oh shit, people like, are buying that milk. So we got to fucking make a campaign of like, hey, milk's good for you. Fucking yeah. slam milk, got yeah. milk. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, got it. Like your bones are gonna shatter if you don't drink milk. Yeah, you when, it, I, you when I suck this milk, when I broke my wrist as a kid, tripping backwards playing tag, um, like shattered both bones in my wrist. Uh, it wasn't healing, and I just kept getting get cast on, and like I would get it off, like oh, I got another cast on. I was yeah. literally pounding like almost a gallon of milk a day. Because in my head, and what propaganda and Big Milk was telling me was like, yo, you drink huh. this milk. It's going to give you them strong bones. Yeah. Your, your bo- like, I literally was would drink milk, and I would envision it getting into my bones and, like, healing them. Right. But Yeah, no, exactly. No. Fucking shit. You're like, I'm just going to drink this, and I'm basically going to have, like, Wolverine bones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I, I mean... I, I distinctly remember, and like some of those commercials would not fly nowadays, but like I distinctly remember the commercial where they were like, drink your milk, it's good for you. And they're like, Mr. Henderson does drink his milk. Yeah. And, and, he and the like, you look out the window and he's like out there mowing his lawn and he waves and then like his fucking like leg just like, shatters and he like falls down screaming and the kids are like screaming and the mom's screaming and the kids like chugging their milk, yeah. like running down their face. Yeah. 
Yeah, the mom is even shocking the milk. Yeah, like, like guess, everyone yeah. like lost their mind, like drink some milk. Fucking a, dude. Yeah, just, like slamming glass, like slamming a glass of milk right now, <laughs> to me does not sound appealing. And like chocolate milk is one thing, um, but like at at some point, like I used to be like, yeah, can I have a glass of milk with this fucking dinner? Can I yeah. have like a glass of milk with like breakfast while I'm eating my cereal? That's also a milk. Yeah, and at some point, like now, I'm just like, no, I don't. Like, yeah, I don't. I I don't, I don't want this milk. Like, I I went from buying gallons of milk to like, uh, like the smallest carton of milk, and I literally yeah. just use it for cereal, or like cooking if I need it. Yeah, we we get milk for Kennedy, but I use almond milk. Like, but if like I'll have cereal like once a month, maybe. But I'm just like, huh. oh, that sounds like a fun little treat. Yeah, and I'll have some of that, and I'll have some almond milk. Like. Yeah. At first, I didn't like almond milk. I was like, "No, I'm doing cereal. I'm doing real milk." And then, like slowly but surely, my wife was like, "I love almond milk." So we always had it in the house. And like there were several times when like we're out of regular milk, but like for I wanted cereal, so like, all right, I'll try mm-hmm. it. But and now I'm like, oh. almond milk is not a good substitute for milk and cooking. It fucks yeah. up. It, it is fucks, not. It fucks some shit up. All yeah, of a sudden, you're like, like, I mean, it's mostly water. And yeah. then like. Granted, I guess like there's an argument that like milk is also mostly, but like almond milk is like 98% water. Yeah. Like at one time I was out of milk and I was like, oh, I got some almond milk, milk. Yeah. And then I no. uh, cooked with it and I was like, oh, I learned today. Yep. Learned today. It wasn't real. Yeah. It's just, it's, uh, it's not ideal. No. Um, I'm going to share my screen. Okay. And, uh, I just want to see if you're going to be as flabbergasted, um, appalled as a father. Okay. As Textually. to what uh, I read and what I, I was told about uh, a D&D night I had that led me down a rabbit hole. And then I saw again this today, the other day, and I was like, I got to bring this up on the podcast. Um, all right. So sharing now. Okay. So for the viewers, it's a... It's a shot of the Dalai Lama with the caption, Dalai Lama kisses young boy on the lips and asks him to suck his tongue. What? Yep. Yikes. This is a big yikes. yikes. It's a big yikes, dude. Yeah, that's uh, that's not great. It's not. Uh, I don't, to, to clarify, the event in, the, uh, in India has caused a lot of anger on social media following the backlash caused by Nobody but the Dalai Lama, the office of Tibetan Buddhist leader, has issued an apology today to address criticism. It was a joke, he says. I don't think it was a joke. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those, uh, that's one of those, like, weak things people do after the fact. They're like, it was just a joke. And you're like, "Mm, was it? Yeah. I mean, it's almost like, kind of, we were discussing this the other day, but, like, you know, if you're a kid... And you're meeting the fucking Dalai Lama. Right. Who's this holy figure. And he's just like, oh, hey, like, yeah, give me a kiss. And then he's like, suck my tongue. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's already bad that you're doing that. Even if you mean it as a joke. Like, there's sometimes when you make some jokes, you're like, that's a bad joke. But even this, that's not a good joke. It's not even a funny joke. It's not even like a, ha, ha, ha. I'm just, I'm like, no, I'm a person in power and I'm just making you do something. Yeah. That's... That's definitely one of those things where you you gotta have enough 
presence of mind. Anytime you're in a, a position of power, right? you gotta you gotta read the room and figure out like, is is this a joke that like I can make with my friends? Is this a joke that I could make like in a workplace? And is this a joke that I could make like in a position of authority? Right? Like, yeah. And then like, there's also the subsect of it is like, probably wasn't a joke. Hundred percent, it was <laughs> like, like it's a good story for uh, the PR to be like, "Hi, oh, he was just kidding. He's old, you know. He's just oh, it's like the oh, grandpa, like mentality." One hundred percent, you're like, "Nah, you, you just got caught." Yeah, hundred percent. Like that's what like, I was like, mm, yeah. "That's the kind of thing it's that like, like people do that after the fact because yeah. they got caught." <laughs> yeah, yep. It's just like a priest, yeah. he's caught or a bishop, and it's just like, oh, "I just you know had a lot of sin in me." I'm just like. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not uh, a good, not a good look. That led me down to some other uh, rabbit holes. You got a little glimpse of it. Yeah. Uh, this one is naked cleaner who earns sixty dollars an hour opens up a, a creeps that hire uh, opens up on creeps that hire her. Um, this made me start thinking. So I am thirty-two at the time of recording this podcast. <laughs> uh, I've seen the internet come to be. Yeah. Like, right. Like we've grown, like, it's interesting. Like our generation grew up with the creation of the internet and they're like, they yeah. have this generation's like growing up with the internet. So it's like this weird thing. Yeah. We're, right? we're definitely the bridge generation of like, it was introduced in our early childhood. So like, but we, we made it like the first 10 ish years without it, or at least without it being easily accessible. Like I remember when we got, internet i was nine or ten um when it you know aol started happening right but even then like early internet was very different and it really wasn't until i was probably like 13 or 14 that it started kind of becoming more of like what it is now um in terms of like the kind of content that you could access on it and then I feel like my formative internet years were really high school, probably like 15 to 18 was like, Oh, like this is discovering memes and like quirky videos that kind of were the, the precursor to a lot of comedic stuff on there. Right. But yeah, I mean, and then you look at even like Trevor's generation, 10 years behind me, uh, that's my younger brother for, for mm-hmm. those who don't know, but we're 10 years apart and like, yeah, like he, he was born just into like internet is here. Like it, like it's always kind of kind of fully existed from the moment that he was cognizant of it. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, I've read not a lot of credit because like what makes me think is like, as we know, especially in technology and things like the porn industry actually like really pushes forward a lot of like innovation. Yes, um, it does. And so going from like VHS ta- tapes to, uh, websites to now, um, posting on things online and now, uh, people being able to like be basically content creators, right? It's no longer this, mm-hmm. uh, you need a production to be able to make movies or these <laughs> things like that. You have the explosion of sites like OnlyFans that yep. uh, literally let content creators make, they, it doesn't have to be adult in nature. It literally could be anything, but it tends to skew that way. But like there's yeah. people making millions and millions of dollars um, sharing nudes, lewds, or just kind of interacting with people, you know, that want to, feel that connection uh with people which leads me to this thing of okay this lady 
we now have naked house cleaners, which I'm sure was around before. Yeah. Before the dawn of the internet. But yeah, but it's kind of like... thing that you probably had to like know somebody that could recommend you, right? Like be, you couldn't put an, an ad necessarily like in the newspaper for it. Yeah, it probably wasn't in the um, phone book. Or if you did in the newspaper, it would have been like a, a kind of an oblique reference. And then like when somebody called, you would have to kind of say like, you know, and I yes. offer a variety for... of additional services or whatever. I think it would have yeah. to sort of be like you have to tiptoe around it, right? Like, yeah. It, or like you had the awkward conversation yeah. with a cleaner at the time. Like, hey, if I pay you $100 extra, would you do it naked? Like probably right. it just was weird conversations. Right. Uh, or now you can be like, this is my business model. Okay. Yeah. Which so like I guess a few things on this, which opens up about the creeps that hire uh I don't know. Like I was just sitting there thinking about it, like one, it's wild to me this job now exists. Like this job did not like I'm trying to explain this job to my like younger self. Like, look, at some point, sometime in the near future, people will have a job that pays them more money than you currently are making an hour. To clean a house, which you hate doing, but naked. And I'm like, sick. Okay. Basically, this is my long round. Should I start clean houses naked? I I mean, here's the deal, bud. Uh-huh. I don't think there's as much of a market. Now, I won't say there's no market, but I don't it's think true. there's as much of a market for like middle-aged dudes to start getting into this like it's true kind I'm of just for 60 bucks for 60 bucks an hour dude i'll fucking yeah i'll get i'll i'll clean the grout out of your yeah, like i'll get in tiles there. i don't fucking care uh yeah. and like i said I, I won't say there's there's no market for it i just think it is reduced and i think that probably your rate per hour would not be as incentivized right like yeah also, and, I think it's interesting that, like, so in this article I'm reading, right? She's like, "Oh, I wanted to try out the job because I, I enjoy being naked, so it's a good that's a good prerequisite, right? Like, you know, on yeah. a job application, it's like, hey, can you lift fifty pounds? Do you have your own car? You know, like those kind of questions. So I'm like, oh, that's a good checkbox. And then she's like, I also like being sociable, meeting new people. Um, that's the part where I'm just like, couldn't you just like go to a bar, book club? You know, like this, like that point where I'm like, oh, maybe. Because like right. she does for the article, she does talk about some creeps who are just like I, they just want me to come over to be company, and then some people give massages, or and like, you know, or put porn on. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of creepy. That's kind of yeah. I don't know. I'm going to a lot of places with this, but it's just one of those things. Where yeah, I'm just like, I literally oh. I watched yesterday. I watched a TikTok about this girl that does topless cleaning. Um, okay. So like similar vein, right? Like she's yeah. like, that's just my my thing. And uh and she was like like probably my weirdest request, but like one of my favorite customers. She's like I, he was like, I actually don't want you to clean, I want you to like he was like, yeah, a huge ranch. Like, you know, like a, one of those like two hundred acre like ranches kind of thing. And um she was like, It probably should have been like creepy because like you can't see neighbors and but she's like he was really like southern polite. And he was like, I just want you to mow my lawn. She said, that's a lot of lawn. Like I'd have to charge you extra. And he's like, no, like I'll give you a big bonus, but like I just want this little pasture mode. And she's like, I mean, all right. So she's like, yeah, you know, work a tractor. She's like, not really, but like I'm a quick learner. Like you know, I can drive stick, whatever. Like and so she's like, I learned how to drive a tractor in like 30 minutes. Took off my top, mowed this guy's yard, and he gave me like 1,100 bucks. And like he just pulled out like 
a lawn chair, set it up like right at the edge of it with a beer, just watching me blow up the topless. That guy's living like, his life. Yeah, she was like, I made an $800 tip off of that guy. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, she's like, call me if you ever need your lawn. He's <laughs> like, I oh. probably will. <laughs> I will mow the shit out of this lawn. Yeah, she's um, like, I got a little sunburn on my back and it was a good day. <laughs> yeah, it's just interesting. Also, like, I don't cook naked, right? Right. Cleaning naked seems kind of scary. Just having all your bits and bobs out with like all those chemicals and things. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's, just, it's an interesting thought where like, I was like, oh, and this job exists. Like, I, yes, I knew it existed. Yeah. Um, but just reading the article, like, it's one of those things where it like hits you and you're like, oh, this job is real. And then like, it tries to make you think of like other jobs at all. Like, what's like, like me personally, I wouldn't find someone cleaning my house like erotic. Right. Yeah. Like, or cleaning my house naked, erotic. Um, I yeah. can see someone, I could see like someone I cared about having to be like, Hey, like, I just want to know I did the dishes, like act of kindness. Like, I'm like, okay, that's cool. But like trying to think of like me personally hiring someone to come clean my house and just be like nude. Like there's, uh, I don't know. What's like a job that you would want to see someone do nude other than clean your house. I don't know. Maybe. You like bake me some cookies because then I could eat the cookies afterwards. <laughs> so it's like food motivation, right? Uh, you're like, yeah. Oh. But, it, but yeah, yeah. Here's, yeah, here's like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess here's my thing is like, I wouldn't like it doesn't appeal to me if it wasn't like somebody that I was with. Like if like yeah. a partner was like, hey, like I did this naked, and then maybe we could have like some fun afterwards. I'm like. Uh, like that's kind of cool but I'm just yeah, like if there's just but, like somebody that's like I did this naked and I'm gonna like you're gonna pay me I'm gonna leave then I'm like now I'm gonna get dressed um, but yeah like, know, like, I, was, uh, I think I think that's maybe why I also I don't really find the appeal strip clubs like I've yeah. only been to one strip club and it was your bachelor party uh, yeah it was it was a fun time but it was a fun time because I was there with a bunch of friends <laughs> and we were celebrating and having fun throughout the day right um, but like at no point was I like aroused at no point like was I like ooh this is hot like so I think it's kind of the same thing, like very much. Also, like I'm trying to imagine the interaction because they probably arrive clothed. They don't probably arrive naked. That'd be wild. So then it's just like, oh yeah, go ahead and undress in this room, and then yeah, yeah they, go, really they just, literally yeah, go into just, like a dressing room. It's just like this interaction. So like, yeah, I mean, for them, it is it is very much a job. They're just like, yeah, yeah. oh, like they they turn on their personalities so that they can get like good tips and get money out of you and like. Yeah, it was it was fun for a party, like going as more of a social event. I've never gone back to one. I'm just like, yeah, like yeah. Was single or not, I'm just like, I, like, I don't know. Like, I I I don't see the the draw for sure. Yeah, uh, the last one that I kind of saw that just makes me worried about our generation. Teenager kicked off plane for complaining about sitting next to an obese man for on a twelve hour flight. And uh as a bigger man, luckily I can fit in one chair. Uh I could see like sitting next to a bigger guy. It's kind of like maybe taking over a little it's like it's a, it's annoying. But like you gotta be fucking cool. you gotta do some shit to get kicked off a plane. Yeah. Yeah. And like, uh does 
that's me wonder like how or like like how vocal he was being or like i mean i could see like you're causing like an absolute scene right but uh but yeah i i don't know i get it like i i've sat not necessarily say like complain about but I, I have sat next to people on a plane that i did not want to sit next to i sat next to a guy one time that had horrific bl no like it was very bad and it was like an eight hour flight like yeah i, I remember it was either to new york or from new york um and uh or no that was that was from florida i was like it was it was across the country um, it was when I was coming back from my cruise and, uh, yeah, so it was, it was more like a, maybe a six hour flight than if it was right toward the California, but yeah, it was not great. It was not ideal. And this no. man happened to be overweight, but I just, I don't think yeah, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. the leading, indi- yeah. the leading indicator. He just no. had not, he was a man who and need, it was humid Florida weather. Ass. And it was like, yeah, you, you needed to get in there and you did not. And, uh, and that was unpleasant, but like also. You just kind of grin and bear it. I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah, I don't know. Is My what it thing, is. Though, is uh, so I'm in the comments here. Yeah, and uh, there's just some good ones. Um, let's see here. Uh, a lot of people are on the teen side. Um, Mark chimed in saying that's the reason I don't uh, will not fly anymore. In the 60s, 70s, and 80s, flying was a delightful experience. Now it's horrible, and the seats are crowded, and the people have an ugly demeanor. Uh, it's like, all right, cool. And then, uh, where was another one here? Uh, they need to start charging large people for multiple seats. It's not fat phobic, be big and be happy. But once your choices, uh, start to affect others' lives, that's no longer about you anymore. That was Michael. Michael coming in. Yeah. I can see both sides, right? Like, see, see both sides. I, I think it's, it's one of those things of like, is lack of disciple. That's funny. I think it was supposed to be discipline, but the quote mm-hmm. said lack of disciple. Yeah. Um, I can agree though, right? Like to, to an extent, I think there is a, a point where, um, like you, you do need to like airplane thieves are, are not huge, right? Like, and I think depending no, on no. the person's size, like there, there is a point where you do, take up more room than your allotted space and, and you should accommodate it. I was reading something here and it said, like, I guess the guy had paid for two seats, but like oh. the airplane sold one of them for the airline. Uh, let's see. Uh, down there on the, uh, that right there. It wasn't even his seat. The guy bought two seats and the airline sold the second one by mistake. He never had a seat on the plane. He needed to get rebooked and hold the airline responsible. I, I don't know uh, mm. how accurate that is, but um, but I also think that like people are quick to say like you should have two seats when like somebody isn't like isn't to that level, right? Like there, there are yeah, yeah. Also, real fact: if I had to pay for two seats, like if I was forced to pay for two seats, like yeah, yeah. then I couldn't fly anywhere. Like you can't mean like say like okay, say you were buying uh just a ticket for five hundred dollars, all of a sudden now. I have to pay a thousand dollars. Yep. Like some people can't afford that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, okay, cool. And then you best believe if I was forced to buy two seats, like there would be no, uh, 
sharing of leg space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so say I had like the middle and aisle row and window guy was like, had his leg, like, cause he's like, oh, the seat's technically like the leg room's technically open. I'd be like, no, it's actually my leg room. Yeah. Like these I, are both I, paid, lines. I, I fucking paid for these. Yeah. I you, would be the one who kicked off the flight. Cause I'd be like this. I fucking paid for these seats. I swear to God, if you fucking put your leg in this site, I will eat it. Yeah, there's, at a, that re- point, there's yeah. a reason I am this big. I will Correct. eat you. Uh, yeah, so I can see both sides. Uh, I'm sure there's more details in the story about it. I just enjoyed because to be on that flight, there had to be some, and to get kicked off that flight, there yeah. had to be some. There has to be some legit things. There happening. were some some choice words. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I worked with a coworker once and I, I don't know uh, the article anymore, but he, uh, he was in an altercation with a guy that was freaking out on a plane. And, uh, I guess he like, just like basically stood up and was just like, nah, not fucking today. And just fucking bitch slapped this guy. And so people <laughs> tackle him. I was like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah. And like brought up the article and like literally he was just like, yeah, sitting there. This guy, this guy's freaking out, walking in the aisles. And it was just like, just after, uh, kind of, after 9-11, you know? And he's just like, nope, not fucking today. And just like stood up and was like, hey, fuck you. And just fucking bitch slapped this guy. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Anyways, those are some uh some things going on in the world that stood out to me. Um, <laughs> the craziest being the Dalai Lama uh, asking a small child to suck on his tongue. Yeah, that, uh, that one was uh that one was tough. I've seen this, this is the name, by the way. I was trying to find it. Like I said, like oh yeah, it's it's literally a name, but it's like just like all page. page. Yeah, the interesting stuff that's funny. Uh, fuck a day, dude. Wow, that's crazy. You want to do? Uh, how well do you know your bro? How well do you know your bro? Yeah, let me see if I remember the theme song. <laughs> of course I do. Um, I do not remember the jingle though. Like I remember the, kind of the words. Uh, so. We've been through a lot, even shed a few laughs and tears. But it makes you wonder, though, how well do you know your bro? I don't think that was the right jingle. Uh, hey, man, it's like an AI-generated one every time. Yeah, yeah, maybe that'll be. Maybe it'll just be every time I'll just mix it up, because I don't even know what that was. That sounded like a little... Uh, it's like a power ballad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you like to... Uh, I guess I should explain the rules of the game. Um, so essentially this is two truths, one lie. Um, me and Jason have been friends for going on 16 years. Um, yeah. so basically we've known each other for half our lives. Um, essentially we are brothers from another mother with the same name. Um, and so these truths and two lies are, uh, more geared towards things about us. And, uh, we have to discern which one is the lie and which one is the lie of the three. Uh, to see how well we know each other after being friends for so long, um, I'm 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 curious to see what yours are going to be because like last time, dude, last time I feel like I went really you, soft. Yeah, you went soft, and I went like deep cuts. <laughs> and you were like, what I and like I said, like I think that's why it took me so long this time because like I'm sure I've done interesting you... things in my life that I've not told you about. Yeah, but then like all the interesting stuff, like either either you were there or. I've told you the story behind it, and I was like, oh, he already knows it's the truth. So, like, yeah, I, I had a hard time this, this time around, too. So, because I was like, like, I was like, oh, what? And Tom was there for that. I was like, yeah. no, that, that, yeah. like, <laughs> like, spoiler, I had one there where it's like, I don't know how to ride a bike. And for my 30th birthday, we literally went camping in Sedona and we went mountain biking. 
Yeah. Like he was there seeing me ride a bike, you know? So it's like shit like that. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, I guess I'll go first. Uh, sure. So you can, okay. you can pray, but you know, I'm reading him now and I forgot how deep you went last time. And I still feel like I'm not going deep enough. I went I'm, lighter this time. If okay. it's helpful. Like, that is very helpful. Like I'm going to have to yeah. fucking get out there and, uh, <laughs> and just fucking like, yeah. Last time I had some like, like deep childhood life. pulls where I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like let's go. <laughs> like getting attacked by my dog when I was yeah. like 10 years old. Okay. Um, all right. So Jason, these are, uh, my true truths and lie. Okay. For the last three years, I've been going all natural before below the waistline. I have a secret love for K-pop and can name every member of BTS. When I was a kid, I didn't know what I wanted to do in life and just picked film off the top of my head when I was asked. And now I've just kind of forced it to be my thing. Okay, I like these. My gut reaction is the K-pop and, and BTS thing. Okay. Um, it could, it could definitely be a true one. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, you know how I fell in love with uh, country music. It could be true. Like there was, there was a period about 10 years ago where Tom was like, yeah, country music isn't too bad. And like all of a sudden he was heavy in the scene. Yeah, it was, I, I literally it was, put it on my, um, for people who don't know, on the radio, you can save stations. And we had, we were living in a town that's very, like, literally known for a rodeo. So I put it on my, like, stations as, like, a, as a joke, like, oh, yeah, whenever I'm driving through and going home, I got to put on country. Um, and then Jason got in my car one day and it was just on. And he's like, oh, still listening to country? And I was just like, yeah, I think I just like country now. Like, it was yeah. just, he was like singing along to like the corn makes whiskey and he's like, song's actually kind of a banger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. It's just funny though, but it definitely was. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of groove. Yeah. I'm going to go with, with the BTS one as my answer, knowing that I could be wrong, uh -huh. but like, I, I'm going to, I'm going to pick that one. That is the lie. That is the lie. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, uh, I just, I, I feel like at this point in time, <laughs> It would have come out at some point. I definitely would like have a, like been like, yo, dude, all of us, like in town, like, right. Like, I was like, like, like let's go. If it, like, the only way that it, again, it could have been like valid, would be like within the last like year, maybe, and just be like, oh, yeah, I just have it, it hasn't come up in the combo, but I did like discover them in 2020 and like now I follow them around the world, you know, or I, yeah. I found them on TikTok and like, yeah. I like went but deep. See, it, it's very hard because normally when I find one song that I think is cool, uh, like fun fact, Jason's actually the one who's got me into listening to music. Like in in high school, I didn't really listen to music. I was just like, yeah, music's not like a medium that I really explore. Um, so then he's like, oh yeah, you should check out Disturbed. And like three days, great. Like got me like into what I kind of into in music today. So now yeah. whenever I find something that I'm kind of like into or I think slaps, like Jason Sterling, who are my two best friends, I send it to them, being like, oh, I found this. Is this cool? before I go and like just buy the entire discography. And normally yeah. if Jason he, goes, I just watched this song like 12 times, this, this band slaps. I'm like, okay, this is a good one. Yeah. So it happened recently with uh, falling in reverse where Tom yeah. was like, Hey, you guys heard about these guys? And I was like, yeah. And actually he helped me rediscover falling in reverse because I, I had listened to them like when they kind of first came out, but they were kind of struggling. To, I feel like to find, like their niche because they're trying to differentiate themselves a little bit from escape fate mm. 
And I was like, oh, I didn't really like love where they were going. And like now I was like, oh, fucking like within the last like four years, like Ronnie like figured it out. He's like, Ronnie fucking, he's like, this is, this is what I'm doing. And I'm like, yeah. oh. <laughs> that was, that was all for TikTok right there. Like everyone was going wild about that. Uh, fucking their newest single, the, yeah, the music video. Uh, just put watch out. the world burn. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. I was just seeing a couple of clips from it. I was like, I gotta find this video, and I watched the video. I was just like, holy shit! Yeah, but like, okay. talking about a flex though, just to be like, I'm gonna build a song with no hook, like, yeah, like an insane and just, like rap that flows into like metal, yeah, and, and just fucking uh, calling out the industry and all yeah, of his totally. haters, and just like doing it in a well like this. I was just like. Yeah, like yeah, where he's I, like, look, I got, I got my shit, I got my problems. Y'all have your problems. Like, you don't have to like me, but like, I am gonna like make a name for myself. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Only yeah. thing, only thing I have to say about that guy is, I was like, this guy goes fucking hard, and I was like, this guy must fucking go hard in life. Um, his girlfriend posted on TikTok or Instagram, I saw, and she's like, oh, I love when he drives me everywhere, and he's like driving a Tesla, which I'm like, okay, cool, like, cool. But fucking driving it like a short girl drives uh, in like their mom's Escalade, fucking seat all the way up to uh, the <laughs> steering wheel, like high, and just fucking. And I was like, oh, Ronnie, but he's not a thug. He's I... not a thug. He's probably still a really cool, sweet guy. But oh, yeah. uh, that's just laugh. I was just like, oh, that's not how I expect you to drive a car at all. You know? Right. You expect like me back like one hand yeah like, just kind of more relaxed and out. Like, yeah it's like which i'm it. sure it had something to do with some accident he was in or something but like it was just he funny like, it was like not what i expected that's fine it's like when you I, see a voice actor for the first time and you're like that's not what i thought you look like right but oh that's that's a pivot so uh i think trish was talking about um he has either a youtube channel or like maybe a tiktok or something but like where he'll he'll live stream himself and he'll like revisit some of his old music and he'll be like, that was fucking terrible. Like I sound like I had a mouthful of marbles right there. Like, why was I singing like that? Or like he'll, he'll just tear apart his old like discography. It's just kind of funny. That's good. He can be able to like go back. Yeah, and... he, can, he can laugh at himself. Mm -hmm. So seems pretty pretty good guy. Okay. Nice. Okay. So I'm not mine. Okay. Number one, I've been in one fist fight in my life. Number two, I have owned 10 different pets throughout my life. And number three, my feet are bigger than yours. So that's shitty. <laughs> it will be the perfect <laughs> trap. <laughs> I was very proud of myself when I did that one. You just for those who like, don't know, we've had an ongoing argument for years about whose feet are bigger. <laughs> so it's clearly my feet. Um, so Tom has to either. Either, either finally admit that your feet are bigger than me commit to the fact because my stance is that my feet are bigger so he has to either call that a lie and like and, and for everyone who doesn't know who's the bit he literally wears a size 13 i wear yes. a size like 10 and a half 11 yeah uh, so i'm like that's, that's why i can say it's objectively yeah one of my uh I guess, okay i guess for the pet can i get some clarification okay okay for the pet question are you including uh your mother's like like school pets that she had to bring home during the summer. No, these are these are like my animals or like animals I used or like mine growing up. So like okay, I, okay. I like I don't because they're like my parents' dogs. Like when we've lived with them or stuff like that. Or gotcha, like gotcha. Okay, okay. Or like okay. I don't like kind of like goldfish like that kind of stuff, right? Like 
more gotcha. more serious animals, I guess. Like, I got gotcha. you. Um, I try to find the lion or I commit to the bit. This is this is <laughs> when I what when, when I picked that third one, I was like, it's the perfect trap. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Test your commitment. I uh, know. I think I got to throw the bit. My feet are bigger than yours. Uh, <laughs> just a lie. <laughs> well, that is one of the truths. Yes. Okay. So uh, the, says you. The lie was the 10 pets. 10 pets. Uh, I did overshoot. Um, so I had my dog, Krissa, growing up. Mm-hmm. Who we learned about in a previous episode. Yeah. Who's very, very dumb and bit me, but also lovable. Um, my next, like, serious pet that I would consider mine would have been Sir Didymus, my chinchilla. Oh, Sir Didymus, dude. He was a good, good chinchilla. Uh, and she... then, oh, I was going to say, I know I'm going to get your daughter for her fifth birthday, but I was like, she literally just got two cats. Yeah, we don't need any more animals in this house, especially not rodents. Then I had Oscar, and then Anna, and then Roscoe, and now my two kittens. So, yeah, now I've been around... Many more animals. animals with my yeah, parents. Yeah, yeah. Like we had my parents, uh, my mom got like a little toy um like poodle something mix, like a multi poo or something at one point. But he was only in the house for like eight months because the puppy and like we had like just moved and like everyone just got new jobs and like I was in high school and my mom was like new job a teacher. Like no one like had really had time to like train a puppy mm-hmm. and he just like wasn't he wasn't very well trained or like house trained or like, and it was just like, Hey, this is probably isn't a great time. Like this was not like the right time to like commit to a puppy. Yeah. And so we re, we rehomed him. And then my parents have like only two dogs now, but they had five at one point. Um, and, Wait, uh, only two dogs now. Yeah. Just, uh, Jackson and, uh, buddy Raven. Uh, they got, they gave it a, a friend in uh, California. Okay, they had so they had a, a black lab mix. Right. Yeah, they Raven. Raven for those who don't know, but she had really bad anxiety with anxiety. storms, and like we have crazy. Like last night, we had a crazy thunderstorm that woke us up at like two a.m. Hmm. And she was destroying their house. So like they they brought her to San Diego because they don't really have crazy thunderstorms out there. So hmm. um, makes they, sense. Yeah, so they, like had, a... they had some friends they rode with when they're uh, like hot group that yeah. like loved Raven come out and like visited and like got along really well with her. And like, they were like, Hey, like we're looking for the dog. I think she get along really well. So they brought her out and tried her out and she's like super happy. They set her up like pick updates and stuff and living her best life. But like, she does not have like the insane anxiety that like, she had out here. So it just wasn't. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, no, she, I remember she was like chewing up furniture. Yeah. It just wasn't, it wasn't a good scene. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's good. That's more like for the health of the, of the yeah, dog. They were like, we love move. this dog, but like yeah. our weather patterns are, freaking havoc with her emotional like they're like yeah. we've, we've done and i haven't like, met jackson yet but he's a good but he's a good sausage buddy is a good sausage jackson's cool he's an escape artist so i don't know if he's gonna be long term like gotcha he just he's he's like so determined to escape like he's like broken his like claws and like toes like mm. digging rocks out to, like they like block holes and stuff yeah it, he's a good dog he just he's uh he's trying to escape that they found him like one of the members of like our like church community group had like found him in like a park on the side of the road or something and they're like is a handsome looking dog why is he out and like now they're like i get why he's out he's like he escapes like he got out this morning 
and mm-hmm. like the all the neighbors were like, oh, that's Jackson. Yes, that's, that's the Kaufmans. Indian Keith's dog. Like they yeah, got out so again. So like, that's I think funny. he just got out one time and like now knows made it further away. And it, like at that point, they were like, I guess he's just determined to be gone. I guess so. Like, yeah, I don't know, but. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so he's a good dog, but I don't know if he's going to stand the test of time. I'll have to chill out and get comfortable with just being a one-place dog. Yeah. Uh, so, Jason. Yo. Let's end this uh, podcast on a high note. Oh, God. I'm going to present you a question. Yeah. I'm curious on what would you know. And now, this is a question I can't even answer. Like, I don't even know how to answer it. Like, it's <laughs> it's like the, uh, fucking, what's the test in Star Trek? The unbeatable test. Uh, the Koshimaru, the, uh, Ashi. The something Maru. Yeah. I'm sorry for all the Star Trek nerds out there. Um, it's Koshimaru? I don't know. Unbeatable test. Then I gotta Google it. Gosh darn it. Uh, unbeatable tests in Kobayashi Maru. Kobayashi Maru. It's probably named after some famous Kobayashi tactician. Right. Kobayashi Maru. Okay. Uh, that's what the, basically this question is. I heard it uh, somewhere for the first time not too long ago, and it literally has racked my brain. Ever since. Yeah. Are you ready? It's going to make you uncomfy. Okay. Okay. Love this. Jason? Mm-hmm. You awaken. And you find yourself in this situation. You don't know how you got there. But you're here. And now you got to deal with it. <laughs> you are sandwiched between your mother and father you are all naked you are one inch into your mom your dad's behind you one inch into you which way yeah do you go you got yeah you gotta you gotta go one direction right yeah 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 um yeah, I mean, I, I guess this is one of those things. There's, there's, there is no good answer. Clearly, there's no good, no good answer. But... This is, this is the train track situation. <clears throat> you save the life of many or kill one. Either way, you're, you know, right. Yeah, I, I think there's, there's no good answer. I think at this point, I would, I would try to, as much as possible, sacrifice my own comfort and go backwards. Okay. Um, yeah. And it, it is, it is not ideal. Not um, ideal. But, uh, and, and it's also not great for my dad in this situation, but, but, but I'm like, I, if if I had to make a gut instinct, I also feel like it would probably be like instinctual, right? You'd be like, Oh, nope. Like I would already be going backwards. Like, yeah. And be like, I'm just going to commit to this motion at this point. Yeah. I think all parties involved would say that's the right answer. Yeah. Not not great. Not great. Oh uh, man. It's not a great it's just not a great I heard it, I was just like, that's not great. Yeah. Although, although I do have the loophole. Mm, okay. Uh I go backwards. My dad's dead. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you like that. 
There it is. Got the out. Feature Riddle, Riddler. Call me Kirk. Captain Kirk. Beat your damn test. Beating your unbeatable test. Oh, man. Oh, fuck. Well, I think that's going to do it for us, you guys, here at uh, Two Bros, One Tub. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Um, if you can take a moment to leave us a review, subscribe, share it with a friend if you think they would get some enjoyment um, and all the good stuff. If you have questions or things you would like us to talk about and discuss, as two brothers only can, you can email us at twobrosonetub at gmail.com. And, uh, and, and yeah, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about on here um, within reason, I guess. Like, I don't know if I'm really down to talk about euthanasia. I'm just going to put that on the list. I'm not I'm not feeling that. Uh, yeah. There's, uh, there's, but yeah. There, there's some limits, right? There's some beetle there's power some, engaged. Some, yeah. But uh, I thought you said beetle, bo- uh, beetle power for a second, and I got really excited because I was like, like beetle, beetle wars. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, we're aging ourselves. We are aging ourselves. It's all right. The other day, I had Creed stuck in my head, and I was like, "Can you take me higher?" And one of my agents, because uh, I work in real estate, uh, was like, "Oh, who's that?" And I was like, "You know the band Creed." And she was like, "I don't know." Yeah, and I was like, "You don't, you don't know the band Creed." She's like, "No." And I was like, "It's all right. Oh, it's okay." Oh, okay. Anyways, we're old, and uh, yep, this podcast is getting old, so we should end it. Um, anyways, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, uh, don't drink the bath water. Rub a dub dub. <laughs>